0: Hello. This is the Social Caterpillar Podcast. And hello, how are you doing today? Personally, I'm exhausted, but chill must go on, right? I hope you liked the music I chose to start this episode off. I kind of felt like it needed a little something. And well, I mean, all I do all day is walk around my- like my campus with headphones in, and I thought, you know what whatever song i i I played last when I have my headphones in, that's what we're gonna start with today so so I did. hope you liked it, and if you didn't, eh, fuck off, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so I put very little thought into what I'm gonna be talking about today and Also, I was supposed to do this, like, let's say it's Tuesday, and I was hoping to do this over the weekend, so, you can see how successful I was at that. I just couldn't think of something to talk about, and frankly, I wanted to do this with my best friend, his name is Sean. The thing is, sorry, that's the sounds of me trying to, trying to get up. The problem is I lay down too often. And then I fall asleep at like 2pm and then, I woke, then I wake up at midnight and then stay up all night and then do the same thing over and over again. But you don't want to hear that bullshit. What, what do I want to talk about today? Well, I couldn't figure out what I want to talk, to talk about when I wanted someone else to get involved. I only had one idea, and one idea is better than no idea, so... Let's get this started. I want to tell a story. It's my favorite story to tell people. But I decided to double up. I want to tell one long story and one short story today. And one story is going to be from two years ago, fall 2020. As if we don't all have our own stories from the year 2020. The pandemic year. Honestly, I never thought I was going to make another podcast on here again. But <laughs> I kind of like it, actually. And now that I turned it to mature. Um, mature? But yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now that I changed the settings, I can curse as much as I want. So that's neat wait anyway, anyway um, let's get back into this. Um, I kind of thought it'd be cool to do like a new and old story. One being short, one being long. And I kind of want to get into the new story first. As weird as it might be. It's just that that one's sh- shorter, so, you yeah. know, also it's my show. You might be thinking... Well, if you're telling, like, what do these stories have to do with each other? And what do they have to do with the overall theme of Social Caterpillar, the name of the podcast? Well, I feel like that's debatable. My answer is there is none. I still like talking about this today. And the concept of the whole podcast of, like, like... I'm trying to come out my shell and emerge as a social butterfly, but I'm not quite there yet. This doesn't really have much to do with what I'm talking about today. Anyway, let's get started. Enough fucking ado. So, 2020 to, oh, right. <laughs> shit, shit, I started talking about the wrong one <laughs> first. This year has been interesting. I actually wrote a song last year being like, hey, like, I wrote a song last year about how much 2021 sucked. And in the song I even wrote, like, as one line being, I hope 2022 is a little bit better. Or something like that, along those lines. And it has been. This fall has been great. I I'm very happy. Which is nice to say. And Something that really, something that made me really happy is something that may kind of strange to those listening. I have a Roman Sarcophagi class, it's a Roman Sarcophagi class I'm taking, and I love it. It's one of my favorite classes I'm taking this semester, if not my number one. It's either number one or number two. Then my advanced fiction class It's kind of, no, it's up in the air. I love them both. And that's not even me trying to be a kiss-ass since I'm doing this for my advanced fiction class. It's it's true. But in my Roman sarcophagi class... I feel like I'm saying sarcophagi weird. Anyway. Class number three, I want to say. Class session three. We went to the cadaver lab, and we got to hold organs. Like, the cadavers were like two or three years old so they weren't fresh (laughs) they weren't fresh to say but like I still did it Uh, not everyone I say less than half the people in the class actually put the gloves on and did it but I don't know I just couldn't help I couldn't help thinking that the phrase of the day was like I refuse to miss this opportunity when will I ever have this opportunity to do this again Unless either I go into like, become a mortician or a serial killer. One of the two, now probably get to do this again, but like, short of that, I held brains, I I touched- I held brains that were attached to spinal cords still. I probably should have given some kind of trigger warning, like, hey, if you get grossed out easily, you shouldn't listen to this. (laughs) I feel like we passed that barrier now. Also, so sorry if you can't noise in the background. That's... I have this weird thing where I like to fidget with things my hand with, with my hands when I get stressed. Or... I don't even know if it's a stress thing. I don't know if, like, just when I breathe oxygen, I like to fiddle with things. I'm fucking five years old. Sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know why I do that. Um, what else did I do? I, I have a heart... I I pulled a heart out of a man's chest in a woman's. The man's heart was slightly bigger. Um. Uh, I touched the woman's uterus. It was so weird. Fuck. I loved it so much, though. It has become my number one favorite college story. I had another one that was my favorite, but I won't be getting into that. Maybe another time. But yeah, Um, that's kind of it, just this whole story is, hey, I grabbed some organs, I touched a lung, the lung was really spongy, and the liver was like hard as a rock, it was weird. I really wanted to see the kidneys, but they are on their backs, so I think it was like, I don't think that would be possible unless they're like flipped over, because kidneys are like in the back, aren't they? One of the reasons I really wanted to see them is because... There's a kidney disease that runs my family, and through my through the paternal side, and it might kill me one day. So I kind of want to see what kidneys look like. I need to know what to go for while I steal someone else's kidneys, just in case I need to. But yeah, that's the um, incoherent shorter story. The um, longer story is a little bit more structured because I've told it a few times before. And I love it, and it's one of those stories where at the time, it was terrible. I was miserable, I was depressed, life wasn't good, and but well, in hindsight, I can kind of look back and think, wow, oof, I'm glad it's not then anymore, like, I can kind of laugh at it, I can laugh at how fucked up things were then. where to start fall 2020 John A. Logan College I I didn't have any friends going to John A. Hell I didn't have any fucking friends in high school besides like one and I kind of liked not having any friends in college like it didn't really bother me that much Okay, that's bullshit. It bothered me a lot, but like I kind of go through swings of like feeling super lonely and like Times where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of glad I don't have like in I don't have any social obligation to anyone because my only friend is like Two hours away. and I can't really see him anyway So it gives me more time to myself like to play video games or nap or whatever Throughout Johnny, though it was a so completely solo thing, I was on my own, and I kind of stopped my last semester there, at least for a little bit. I made friends with this girl named Megan, and I was questioning a lot of things at the time. Mostly my sexuality. I um earlier that year I developed a crush on a girl I worked with. And even today I I still she's so beautiful and nice and Yeah. I mean I would never I would never make a move or anything on her at this point. I just kinda like I don't have the same feelings. I just kind of notice like Yes, this is a beautiful female. Like, I'm not gonna go after her or anything. I, I'm not weird. I'm not, you know. Goddamn! Twelve minutes into this, I'm fucking this up. Okay, um, what's the point? What's the point? Where is it going? Back to the bullshit. Megan was. A girl I met on the first date. I think it was the first day of school. We had a literature class together. I said I told the story a million times, so I know how to do it in a polished, straightforward way, but now it's me entering. <laughs> Ooh, consistency, consistency. Anyway. We got along pretty fast. Like we just hit off. I told her, hey, I'm kind of, I think it turned, somehow sexuality and stuff came up. I think she asked me, like, what I was. And I told her I wasn't really sure. I was, at the at the time, curious, And she's like, well, I had to read, hung up for a while. We, um, we, uh, traveled through Carbondale a uh, lot. Like, just going to different stores, going to McDonald's, going to the Walmart, Go to the Dollar Tree and Ross and all these other places. It kind of sucks because it was fun at the time, but now it's kind of. Now it's kind of like. It's made those places so sad in hindsight. I guess I haven't, haven't gone to the sad part yet. She eventually asked me out on a date. She's like, okay, you don't know what you are? Like, if find yourself attracted to women or not so well we go on a date and I was like okay sure and I was really I was really anxious at the time my, sh- my social skills were somehow even worse in 2020 I don't know how I've got I've gotten better I st- it feels like a miracle that I have Anyway, um, I wasn't sure what the protocol was afterwards. We went out to eat together. It was, it was amazing. She gave me a flower and I have the worst luck when it comes to relationships and love and stuff. I always fall for all the wrong people or the most unattainable people, like celebrity crushes or, you know, stuff like that. Or crushes on people who are taken, and then when I do have a crush on someone who likes me back, or at least who I think likes me, likes me back, I always get let on. And, It's an important thing to add, is that um, she she was a very sexual person. Sex came up a lot with her, and it always made me uncomfortable, and I didn't know. How to put it or why it was like that with me, and in like looking back on it, I'm asexual. Like, I don't mind talking, I don't mind joking about sex, I don't mind making like dirty jokes, but when it comes to talking about like actual relationships and sex and all that kind of stuff, I get really uncomfortable really quick. I don't really know why, but this seems to be how it is with me. So, that should have been a sign that, like, hey, this is your idea. Someone who's uncomfortable with this, and someone who's, like, very sexually charged as a person. Maybe not the best couple idea. But the thing is, I didn't think of us as a couple. We went out on one date, and then. Never talked about going on. We never talked about a second date. Nothing ever came up. So I thought okay. Well that was something. (laughs) Like it was great but like. What's step two? What's what's after this? I figured since she never brought it up. Like oh maybe it's like a one done thing. And then. Well it was Friday that we went on the date. And then by Monday she told me about her new boyfriend. So I was like oh. That kind of stings a little bit. But like. I wasn't too attached to her to her as a romantic interest or anything, so like, I'm not too hurt, but even after she told me about her new boyfriend and how things were going with that, whenever, like, we'd still hang out and everything, and she would introduce me to people as her girlfriend, in hindsight, I should've... I should have, like, fucking grown a pair of balls and just said, like, and just talked to her and been like, hey, I'm getting some blurred lines here. I'm getting some mixed signals. Because she never asked me out to be her girlfriend. We went on one date, which I don't really, I feel like it's not really official unless you ask, like, hey, would you like to be official? uh, Would you like to be my girlfriend or something like that? And it just kind of seems like I was just kind of put in this position, like, oh, I guess I'm not your girlfriend. <laughs> like, I guess we're doing this. The thing is, Jin just wanted to be me and her. She wanted it to be a poly relationship, and she never mentioned that to me. She's like, "Hey, I want to be in this relationship, and I want this other partner to be in this relationship. Are you cool with this?" Never brought up. I tried talking to her about it once. I broke down. Crying. And I was like. I I felt so inferior. To this other person. Because. There would be times. Where she would. Like. She would ditch me. To go sleep with him. Like. Whenever the opportunity came up where she and him could be alone to fuck. And and if she was hanging out with me at the time, she would make sure, like, to get me, like, out of the picture as soon as possible. So she could go home and, you know. And there's actually a funny story about that. And it's one of my favorite parts of the story. I love it. We went to the lion's den together. I didn't get anything because well, I didn't have any I didn't know where we were going, so I didn't like bring any money with me or my ID or anything. She's kinda just like I know we were going, you know? And um we she got this stuff for us. It was supposed to be like female Viagra in a liquid form. And we both drank about a half the bottle. It was like a tiny bottle. She might got a little bit more than half, but I feel like it's pretty even between us. The weird thing, I I didn't feel anything. I wasn't. I didn't get turned on or horny or I didn't get. I didn't feel anything. Nothing. I felt nothing. She felt everything, which I find I still find interesting. How the fuck that worked, although. I guess the story wouldn't be as funny if it didn't work out this way. She was so horny that she immediately- Usually she would drive us around. She would have her music up all the way. She wouldn't wear a seatbelt. And I'd just kind of be awkwardly sitting next to her while her like super, super sexual music blared. And- yeah, it was usually uncomfortable. I really... It seems like every friend, like, almost every friend I've ever made, like, why doesn't anyone ever let me pick the music? Why does everyone I become friends with, like, why are there always selfish assholes with the with the music? I, I had a friend group last fall, and whenever we'd all hang out, they all liked the same kind of music as each other, and I hated it. And of course they'd all play their music, because they, the they all have the same taste. And I just kind of had to fucking suffer with it. I like angsty, rebellious bullshit. Like, I like someone playing. I like my chemical romance. I like 21 Pilots, as you can tell from what I played earlier. I don't know. It's kind of confirms in my head, like, yes, I am worth less than everyone else around me. Sorry, I got off topic there for a second. Alright. So, but yeah, like I said, she would drive us around, Megan would, and... And whenever that happened, like whenever we drank the Viagra, that's not, that's how it was described to us. I don't know what it's actually called. Yeah, she immediately, as quick as she could, speeding down the highway in her truck, no seatbelt on, dropped me off at John A. Back to where my car was. and Immediately took off to go fuck her boyfriend. And I'd have enough. There were good moments. Of course there were good moments. She brought me like Stuffed animals. You want me this unicorn pinata? It was the good moments were good, but there weren't that many of them. I decided put my foot down. I'm tired of feeling so fucking worthless compared to this dude. They're so similar. They both super sexual. They both had the same kinks. They both like. Both wanted the same things and at one point she's done about having a baby with him. Apparently she'd had she'd had a miscarriage before And Sorry, that was fucking loud as you can hear I'm still doing this because I like to annoy people This is why I have no friends <laughs> uh, Okay Putting my water aside so I can stop doing that. Sorry. I could I could just turn this off and re record, but I don't want to. I'm lazy. What was I saying? Hey, sorry. <laughs> they were really similar. They were talking about having a baby together, like they both wanted to do that. They were talking about like talking about getting married. And it's like if this is a three way relationship, like if you guys get married, like what's why am I even a part of this? Why am I in the relationship? I feel like there's no point. Like I like was just kind of there. So I'd had enough. I want to talk to her. I decided one more time. Because the first time I talked to her. When I broke down ki- crying. She basically blew me off. She's like. When I told her. like I feel like. I'm worthless when like in this whatever this is and like I don't matter it's just like oh that's not true of course you matter so I always hate whenever I get depressed and I'm like and I feel worthless like I know the world would continue spending, like spending without me and people say like oh of course you matter everyone matters it's like yeah, it sounds good on paper, but like, why do I matter? Why does everyone matter? Like, I don't know. Is that just me? My two emo to get it? Maybe. spotify Inkstein, angsty, and rebellious. It's weird. It's only my music like that I'm like that, but if you know me in real life, I'm- Well, I try to be nice in general. I, I don't mean to insinuate that people who are angsty and rebellious aren't nice, I guess. I, I, I'm too much of a chicken shit to be, like, all that angsty and rebellious, like, to people in my everyday life. I guess is what I'm really trying to say. Me and, uh, Megan had three classes together a week. Well, it's one class, but it met three times a week. God, I'm fucking dumb. Monday, Wednesday, Friday's. That um, is when the classes we met. Monday, one of us wasn't in class. I don't know if it's me, I don't know if it's her. But one almost missed class. Wednesday, again, the other one of us missed class. And yeah, for me, I, I slept in. I slept in too much one of those days. Which is kind of funny because I have the same problem this semester. I've been sleeping through a couple of my classes lately. I'm trying to work on that. It's a miracle that I'm awake right now. I'm so tired. But anyway, so I decided it's gonna be Friday. Friday is gonna be the day, cause well, hopefully Friday's gonna be the day. Cause I'm tired of fucking putting this off. Then I got an email. I woke up Friday saying, "Hey, today is optional. You don't have to come to class if you don't want to." Signed English literature professor person whoever was teaching the class. She's a really nice lady. I just can't remember her name So I said oh if it's optional then I'm I'm not fucking going <laughs> like I don't care enough about this class to to go anyway Um, Which is kind of the opposite of What I've been doing this semester there were a couple classes where um, I didn't need to show up to my Roman of I class because some of the stuff we would be talking about is stuff I've already seen in a similar class, like, last fall. And I'd get emails saying, like, hey, you don't have to show up, but I'd fucking show up anyway. I love that class too much not to show up. I don't care if I've seen all the material again. I've, like, already, I'll I'll just look at it again. I don't care. But I didn't care about this class that much. I didn't like it. I only liked it because she was in it. I mean, it was sometimes interesting, but, like... The discussions were boring and I don't know. I had trouble like coming up with ideas because we were we did some kind of like a little bit of creative writing in the class too. Well I decided I wasn't going and I was gonna go back to sleep. Before I fell back asleep I checked my phone and it's a monumental moment in what happens next because if I just were falling back asleep I probably wouldn't have had to go through go through the shit I ended up going through Megan texted me and she's like hey you coming to class today I was like no it's optional I'm not going she's like oh come on I want to see you that made me feel good As I I assume would be obvious. And it made me feel more... You know... Amped up to go. And, um... I want to tell her about a dream I had with her in it. I'm not gonna lie. It was a dirty dream. Which is why I really want to tell her. Because, like, I thought maybe she'd be interested in that. With her being far more sexual than... I ever have been. I thought, she'd be in, I thought she'd want to hear about it. But I never got to tell her. She called. um she ended up calling me while I was in the middle of typing that message. So I never got to send it send it. And I s well I started telling her about it. But then I heard like a really loud noise. And I felt really awkward. I don't know why I talked to her for so long because I was so awkward around her all the time. I didn't know how to reply to like most of the things she said when we talked. I was kind of like did the smile and kind of naughty thing. It was her uh, first semester at John A and it is my last. So I kind of figured, like, hey, this works if this doesn't work out at least I want to run into her that often. I don't I'm kind of a sheep person, I guess yeah, um I heard a loud noise, and in my mind, I mentioned her being at home. She has um a brother she loves her parents and has a brother that she also lives with. And I was like, oh, and I was like, I joked, I was like, hey, is someone getting murdered over there? I assumed maybe, like, her brother stole her phone or knocked her phone out of her hands or, like, some kind of sibling, jokey, kind of like how siblings pick on each other, but it's, like, all in good fun kind of thing. If you can tell, I I didn't grow up with siblings, so, I don't know, I'm just kind of going off of what I see on TV. Yeah, I see something like that happened, So I was like, hey, is everything okay over there? Is someone getting murdered? She had crashed her car. Her uh, truck. On the way to school. As fucked up as it is, that's my favorite part of the story. Because every time I drop that bomb, the change in expression on people's faces. <laughs> Makes my heart happy in a way I can't explain. I guess what we learned today is that I'm a fucking sociopath. Didn't think I was one, but I'm starting to convince myself. Well, I heard her... I was on the phone with her for 22 minutes. Only one minute of that. If that was us actually talking. The rest of it was... Some of it was the crash, which wasn't that long of a sound either, and then the rest was the aftermath. There's so long, she screamed in pain, and I can't, even two years later, I can't think too hard on that memory, or else I'll start to, like, hear it in my head. Sorry. (laughs) Kill the drama with a burp. (sighs) But no, seriously. I She screamed and pain for so long. And then she was screaming for help and to call nine one one and I thought she was talking to me and I started freaking out, because I didn't know where she was. She could have been anywhere from her house to to John A. And funny enough, she lived, like, right outside the town I grew up. I fucking hate that town. I have a lot of traumatic memories. And just... I feel like the first 17 and a half years of my life or just me marinating in the feeling of not belonging, and it's a kind of blame. Like it's not the town so much I hate as much as the people, as as much as all the people in it. It's like fuck all you guys for making me feel like I wasn't worth a fuck most of my life. Fuck all of you for. Not even one person trying to be my friend, or. Dano. Actually, I don't give a fuck to dr- name. I was gonna keep the town ominous anonymous, but uh, fuck you, Decoy, in Illinois. You suck. I deserve to like be friendless for most of my life because everyone there was an asshole who wouldn't let me in. Trauma, be like, right? Anyway, I'm trying really hard to be interesting. It you it might not come across, but I I swear I'm trying to be interesting. I told Megan I couldn't call the police because I didn't know where she was. And then she's like, I wasn't talking to you. And that was the last time I was addressed for the rest of the phone call. I heard people stop by and try to help her. They asked her if she could move. And they tried to move her and she screamed out in pain again. They found out who... She was because like they knew her dad or something like that. The town she lived in was really small and like everyone knows everyone kind of town. At least that's the vibe I got. And I heard an ambulance come by or she was being transported to the St. Louis hospital. It was really bad. Didn't help that she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Like I mentioned before. She never wore one when she was driving. She didn't like how they felt. Felt too constricting. And uncomfortable. I was the first one, of course, to find out. Like, to know about what was going on. And I spent so much time... Reloading and reloading Facebook pages, trying to figure out the newest information. She was in the hospital for a really long time, and she couldn't walk for a really long time. I heard that was physical therapy. She would be able to walk again. It would just, you know, take a while. Although, we stopped talking long before then. So as far as I know, I don't know if she's up and around, like if she's able to walk Or how that worked out. If it did work out. I sent her a birthday present while she was in the hospital. It was a Nightmare Before Christmas plushie, I think. Or some stickers. She sure likes Nightmare Before Christmas. I still haven't seen it. I think we watched a little bit of it, but then we both fell asleep because, like, is the time I was staying over at our house. And we both it was like really late and we both fell asleep or it's either really, really late or really early it's really funny sorry I'm choking on a burp again Ugh. but the way it might sound is that like we knew each other for a while but really it's only like a month we met sometime in the middle of August The car crash was September 21st. There's yeah, somewhere around there. And, um. It felt like, it felt like we had spent a lot more time together than just that. But, we really hadn't. And it really, it really had a shitty effect on me for the rest of that, of that year, really. I, I, am um, got really... I just really struggled with my mental health for, for the rest of the semester, as you can probably imagine. I just... stopped functioning, really. I just... I stopped coming in classes. I stopped... doing... a lot of my homework. I just couldn't... be in a room... with silence. Because in the silence... There wouldn't be silence. All I could hear would be her screams of pain. And all I could think about was what happened to her. And after it happened, I struggled to fall asleep. I cried and cried. And when I did fall asleep, eventually... Because at that point, I obviously wasn't going to class. I mean, I wasn't going to anyway, but like that kind of solidified it for me. I um, had two nightmares about car crashes. They are both dreams where I was in a car that, like, was like midair, like falling. Like, It looked as though the car I was in had just like drove off a ramp and was like crashing down into the ground. And both of the dreams, one of them I was in a car full of people. And I think one of them I was alone. In both dreams, as like right right when I was right when I would hit the ground in the car, it would feel like it would cut to black and I'd wake up. And I talked to the literature teacher about it. I told her, like, hey, you should know this is what's going on. And I told her about what I was struggling with. She knew. She knew. I told her every detail of it. I didn't give a shit if it like... I guess I have trouble talking to professors sometimes because I don't know how serious or professional I need to be with professors. Because so many of them are, like, so casual. I can have a casual conversation with so many of them. But, you know, with some of them, like, you can kind of get a feel for the more serious ones. But, I don't know. It's kind of like how professional should I be with each individual one, like... I don't know how this fucking makes sense. I told her about all my feelings, all all my thoughts about what happened, my struggles, my mental shit I was going through because of it. And she said, it sounds like you're dealing with PTSD from what happened. And she offered to get me help to talk to someone. I agreed to it, but I never went... I didn't want to think about it and i didn't want to talk about it i just wanted it to go away i wanted the thought about it the memory of it to just go away i wanted it to just i mean it's so easy to say like i want it to have not have happened like of course i wish it never happened but like i just wish I could in my mind make it go away that makes sense I always felt really shitty talking about how bad it affected me and how terrible it was for me when it obviously affected her in a much worse way. Took more from her than it did from me. I really struggled with... It is mostly my literature class that I struggled with. And... There's there's no question that it's because it, that was the class I had with her that is what I struggled in the most. And I was destined to... Well, I was on a path to fail that class, I should say. Also, a well, little side note... For anyone who is curious, which I was, so I kind of had to, um, the day it happened, according to my phone log, was September 23rd, 2020. I don't know why, I just felt really compelled to check. We'd only known each other for like a month. Anyway. Um I remember talking to Professor about like ways I can pass the class before the semester ends, because it's the like is supposed to be the last. Like I just needed to pass all my classes so I could get my associates in in our and graduate and move on. And she said I basically had to get like an A and everything, like a one hundred and like everything we had left and do extra credit and stuff. But I just couldn't do it. I think she took. I I think she. Helped me to be honest. Because. Technically. Assuming that all didn't happen. And my mental health wasn't. Like. Near rock bottom. I would have started SIU the next semester. That was the dream. That was the goal. In hindsight. I kind of like how things. It feels like things went for the best how they've gone, but I was supposed to start SIU where I am now, spring 2021. I assumed that I for sure failed that class and I would need to take something to make up for it the next semester. Literally just one class for that semester. But then I got my degree in the mail. She passed me. Cause she knew how bad I was struggling. And the point, the the final note I like to end this story on, is that after all the bullshit I had been through, with everything I just told you, is a bittersweet, funny ending. Because that semester, I got, I, I always have four, well, I almost always have have uh, four classes a semester. It's just like a nice, nice even number. Um, My grades for that semester, I had 1A, 1B, 1C, and 1D. And I don't know. Can't write that, like, it's just so crazy. And that was that story. I think, it's, <laughs> I think that's all I have to say today. And um, I hope this was interesting. Maybe next time I'll tell that philosophy class story. I don't want to hype it up like it's the most like awesomest cool fucking story you'll ever hear. It's really not, but I like I like it. And I think we're done for today. So, if anyone's listening out there, hope you have a good, good uh, rest of your day. And... i trying to think of anything profound I can say before I cut. I got nothing. I ain't got shit. Social Caterpillar McKenzie out, I guess. Bye. Hey, so I want to make an edit. It's a little thing to throw in here. I don't know if this will make sense or if this will even work. Basically, I want this episode to upload as quickly as possible because I made it super last minute for class. I'm sorry. I'm professional. I'm sorry. It was... It's been a long couple weeks. I know, that's no excuse. But it said it's gonna take even longer, because at the very beginning of the episode, I put in part of a Twenty One pilot Pilots song, the song, Stressed Out. I have like a 30 second clip of that. It said like, oh, because we added this, it will take longer, because it needs to be reviewed- your episode needs to be reviewed now, and... And... It will only be available on Spotify or something. I don't know if that's gonna cut it for me I really want this to go up as soon as possible so um, if you're watching this before I took the, like beat like I'm probably gonna add the 21 pilots song back in after my class but, um, just for context, I reference the fact that I had the song at the beginning in the episode a few times, so I thought I'd explain. The only reason I took it out was for convenience, and I'll probably end up putting it back in. Anyway, I gotta get going to class. Because at this point, I I don't think it won't be late, like, just yet. But I should probably get going. I'm out for real now. Hell, this fucking message that I'm giving you right now is probably unnecessary, but fuck it. I figured I might as well explain. If I reference a song being in the episode that isn't in there, then that's why. And I'll probably add it back when I have, like, when I have time to wait for it to upload. But as of now, I do not have time to wait. Goodbye, and good luck with whatever you're doing. I don't know, your life.